consistency creates people who come back to you for life. Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Good morning, everyone. Happy Friday. I'm glad you're all here. Thank you. Carrie's got her treadmill going and I love it. <laughs> it's like the new thing. Everyone gets a treadmill. I need to get one of those for my desk though. So I do like to sit stand all day, but I definitely need to get one of the treadmills because, you know, sometimes it's nice to just move. Um, okay. So we're not going to talk about much real estate related today uh, because I want to talk about books. I love, I love to read. And I'm sure that a lot of you like to read. And so the topic of today is my top 10 book recommendations. But as I, as I was going through this and um, uh, kind of sharing with someone else on my accountability call just now, she was like, well, what other books do you have? So I'm like, what's well, probably, I'm going to give you my top 10, but a lot of people are probably going to have opinions on what you like. And I would love to hear that because, because I am on a mission to finish a hundred books this year. I got a lot, man. I got, I got it. I need recommendations. I have read 58 books this year. Um, they have between, across between fiction and nonfiction, audible and actual physical books. And it's about half and half audible and physical. So I've read just as much as I've listened. Um, and I've read, what is it? 44 nonfiction and 14 fiction this year. So, um, I have tons and tons and tons of book recommendations, tons and tons and tons of things that I've learned. And I would love to share that with you because I think it's always really important to, to learn and grow. Um, and I do think that there is value in, learning and growing by reading, listening, fiction, nonfiction, memoirs, growth, whatever you want. There's so much value in picking up a book and listening to what someone else has to say. Do you agree? That's what I mean, that's why we're all here. You're all here to hear what I have to say every week. So I assume you probably agree. Um, okay, so um, I'm going to share my list with you guys here. I'll actually share this link with you guys. So if you guys do decide, I'll, I'll kind of talk about my little highlights on them. Um, if you have input, please, uh, please come in. But um, uh, I'll share the, the link with you because if you want to order it, uh, I would love if you use my Amazon affiliate link. It does not a lot. I don't get a lot from it, but uh, it is nice to have a little bit of extra since I do share so much. Um, so I will share the link with you when I'm done. And that has all of the links attached to it. So this list is the list that I share with my team. Everyone on my team uh, is expected to read regularly. Uh, and so this is the list that I share with them. Um, and uh, just because like, I want everybody on my team to learn and grow. It's part of it's part of our daily expectation or our, our regular expectations for my team. So, uh, okay, so let me share here. Okay, so here are the top 10 that I've read and I'll give you my little summary on them. Uh, the first one is Raving Fans. And I know that I've talked about this book before. Um, how many of you have read Raving Fans? Joy, I think it's that the only one. Okay, I'm gonna highly encourage if you have not read this book, um, in this market, I highly encourage this book. And the reason why is because Raving Fans, first of all, it's really simple to read. It's short, it's told in like a parable, right? It's I love parables. They're like so easy to read because it's like, oh, right. But the reason why Raving Fans is really, really like one of my top books. I start every single year and I read that in The Go-Giver, which is also on my list. Um, but the reason I love Raving Fans so much is because it talks about how consistency creates people who come back to you for life. 
So if you don't have consistency in your daily habits, don't have consistency in your business, you're going to be running like you're going to be running around like chaos, right? <laughs> and your clients are just going to be like, okay, you were cool, but you know, they're not going to be the type who are going to be like, God, I got to tell every single person about you. And let's be real. We all want everyone to tell every single person about us, right? We all do. Every one of us does. I do. I'm like, yeah, I want you to go tell everybody about me. And I have, I have, I would, I'm proud to say I have about 10 raving fans, like raving fans, like any single time that they have a real estate need, I'm the one they call. Anytime someone they know has a real estate need, I'm the one they call. Right. So like, I'm really proud to say that I have about 10 raving fans. Okay. That's, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's a pretty good resource of people that will rave about me to everyone they meet. So raving fans is, is highly, highly, highly recommended. And I would say if you're going to take anything from this call today, order that book, just order it and just read it. You guys, there's, you're not going to be disappointed. You know, it's not about just like providing good customer service, but it's like, it's about actually implementing systems into your business to go above and beyond expectations every single time. And that's why I like it. Okay, next one. Tell me if you've read this one. I'm sure a lot of you have is the seven levels of communication. Joy's read it. If you if you have done any like referral based uh, business like Brian Buffini or uh, Joe Stump or any of those people, it's likely that you've read Seven Levels Levels of Communication. It is another book told in the story of a parable, um, or it's more like a novel, I guess I would say. Uh, but it is a story of how um, I think he's a lender. I don't know if he's a real estate agent or a lender, but it's it's about how to build a business that actually like feeds you time and time and time again. And a lot of us here are really into uh, community marketing, right? A lot of us are really into really getting out in our communities, being seen, being heard, being known, attracting people versus like chasing people, right? This book will, will really help you understand how to attract people, how to use relationships to build a business, not just to get a transaction. So another really good book. Okay, sorry, I keep going back and forth. I was told one time not to flip back and forth, but I feel weird talking to like looking at my computer screen. So it is what it is. It is what it is. Okay, the third one, and this is one I told you um, that everyone on my team uh, reads. This is how I base my business, my business model. If you've seen any of my posts about recruiting, it always says you must be a go-giver. How many of you know what a go-giver is? I love that Joy's read all these books. So Joy and I have very same business models. So that's great. Um, so do you guys know what a go-giver is? wants to take a guess or who wants to say it so I don't have to be the only one I love it Amy it's a great book go, go give her some more there's another one too you should read I'll show it to you in just a second you guys a go-giver is exactly if you are in Krista Mayshore's coaching she teaches all about being a go-giver giving value serving 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 not selling go get the go-giver is the beginning of the of the series there's a three-part series right the go-giver is the beginning of the series and it just talks about how you're serving, how to serve, right? And again, it's told in a parable form. <laughs> I love parables. I love parables because they're just so easy to read and so easy to understand. Uh, but the second one in the series is go givers sell more. And this is where I think that the value really comes from this from this series is go givers sell more. Amy hold it, held it up. I read it like 16 times. Okay. Go givers sell more really helps you understand the difference between selling and serving. So if you guys kind of notice, there's a theme. 
There's a theme in what I like to read, right? And what I'm recommending to you. The theme is all about building a business, right? Building a long-term lasting business full of people who know, like, and trust you. And that is what we do in our marketing. That's what we do in our content. That's what we do in storytelling. If you heard, if you listen to my storytelling series, I talked about that. It's also very prominent in what I read. So what I put in my brain is what comes out of my brain. So the Go-Giver series, okay? The second one, like I said, is sell more. The third one is the Go-Giver leader. So if you are leading a team, if you are agent attracting, if you are, are in, in front of people at any way, in any way, shape or form, I highly encourage you to read this. This is about servant leadership. I once had someone, I'm just going to say this, she's, the, she's not going to ever listen to this call. I just, I once had an HR consultant when I was putting out uh, my job description for uh, uh, my people who are on my team now, my job description said, you must be a servant leader. And she came back and she's like, you can't say that because I said servant. Okay. Let me just tell you, you know what servant leadership is? Servant leadership is doing everything that you teach others to do. I would never have anybody on my team do something that I won't first do myself. I will be the one who's the first in there. When we have a bunch of like, come January 1st, when we're taking a week and we're just prospecting, calling through our, our database of old people, guess who's going to be the first person on the phone every single morning? Okay. I'm not going to be like, okay, team, you go do it. I, I'll just watch you. No, come with me, right? Servant leadership is about serving the people who, who directly impact you. And because I have people on my team who directly impact my livelihood, right? I firmly believe that they need to see from me, they need to experience from me, I need to serve them, okay? Because if I serve them, guess what they're gonna be able to do? They're gonna be able to serve our clients. They're going to be able to serve our content. They're going to be able to serve our marketing. So if I serve them, they're going to be able to serve me, right? So it's all about servant leadership. So the Go-Giver series is incredible. Um, I would highly recommend that entire series. Of course, I highly recommend all these. These are my top 10. Okay, the, the, the fourth one is fanatical prospecting. Okay, so I'm just going to say this because I'm not a massive, massive, massive prospector. But I do believe that if you do, if you are running ads and if you are buying leads, right? And you are, you do have people in your database right? That you need to call, whether it be your past clients, your sphere, whatever leads, you need to understand how to talk to people. You need to understand how to talk to people. And, and, and fanatical prospecting, it's a really old school book, but I, I learned a ton from this book. I read this book a couple of years ago. It's still, it still sits out. It actually still sits on my bookshelf because I go back and reference it occasionally. But this is like, this like gives you like why and how you prospect not only on the phone, but in person in what you're doing every day. It's, it's about really building a business. So that's a, I, I would recommend if you have not read a book about prospecting, just, you know, do it. Just do it. Okay. Secrets of question-based selling. I think some of you may have heard me talk about this before, but this is about, it's going to go back to kind of prospecting, right? But what we do right now, you guys, when we're talking to people, there's a lot of crap out there. There's a lot of crap. Interest rates are high, prices are high, the market's gonna tank, blah, 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 blah. Okay, what is a high interest rate to you? Someone just come off and say, what is high interest rate to you? Just put it in the comment, put it in the chat, just tell me what high, high means to you. 18%. 18%. Okay, someone else? 21. 21, okay, right? 
but high to some people is 7%, you guys. Okay. What a buyer can't afford, right? So when someone tells you interest rates are high and your immediate, your immediate reaction is to say, oh yeah, they are, aren't they? Or you don't know how to ask questions to dig into the why behind they think that, right? Like That's why secrets of question-based selling is really important because it teaches you how to dig into the seven layers of why. Why, 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 why? What do you need? How can I help? Why, 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 why? Right. And if you're not used to asking why questions, and I just know this because I'm working, I work with people every day, I train new agents all the time, and they don't know how to ask why. And it's really, really, really important to ask why. And that's okay because a lot of people, because we're not used to asking why. Because I'll tell you what, honestly, I grew up thinking, learning that if I asked why and dug too much, I was being nosy. Right. I was being nosy. No one wants you to be nosy, Linnea. That's too personal. Right. How many of you heard that? Like I heard that a lot growing up and that stuck with me, right? So it is hard. It is hard for me to ask why. It's hard for me to be curious sometimes. Even though I'm curious, it's easier for me to keep quiet and make assumptions than it is to ask the question. But the secret behind question-based selling, I'm going to give it to you. You don't even have to buy the book. You should, but you should, I'll, I'll tell you the secret. The secret is you can't serve someone until you know what you're serving. You can't solve a problem until you know the problem. And the only way to solve a problem is to what? Ask the question. So Secrets of Question-Based Selling, it's an awesome book. Um, Joy said she paid 13.5% on her first house. When when was that, Joy? 1984. Mm -hmm. 1984. I had friends who paid 18 on a house, I think a year later. I, was, I thought they were insane. But see, 18 on a house a year later, and guess what? They probably went and sold the house and the house, the house appreciated. They made a pretty good return on that house, right? So there's a lot of, there's a lot to that. You guys, I think oh, my house, what, sorry, Joy. Oh, I was gonna say it turned out to be a multi-million dollar house, but they paid, you know, 18 in sometime in the eighties. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. Crazy, crazy. Totally crazy. I mean, prices were a lot lower back then. So was inflation. So was everything else, but mm -hmm. right now, like, that's, they still made a return on that over time. So that's the point. Um, the other thing I was going to say is um, I bought my house in 20, my first house in 2012. It was FHA. And I'm pretty certain my interest rate was like seven and a half percent. I'm pretty certain in, in 2012. I think that's about, that's about right. Seven and a half, something like that. Um, so, you know, I, that to me, to me, I'm like, okay, you know, high to me is like, you know, on my credit card, I have a credit card out there that's got a 35% interest rate, you guys, 35. I don't have a balance on it. Thank goodness. But I just happened to look the other day because I was curious, what are, what are credit card interest rates? Right. But people will go and literally spend a thousand dollars on a credit card without even thinking about it. Right. So like, that's why the secrets of question-based selling is really important because it teaches you how to look for those kind of clues and try to dig into those clues. Jackie said, how about you ask too many questions? Oh, that's not my client avatar. Bye. Adios. <laughs> Who says that? Does someone actually say that to you, Jackie? Does someone actually say you ask too many questions? No, but you were saying when you were growing up, you know, oh. so like that was my perception because I was very inquisitive and still am. I felt like they were thinking, Oh God, I asked too many questions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you know what though, how many of you just going to side note, how many of you like in school got uh, too much socializing talks too much on your report card? 
Like, I swear you're not a real citizen unless you got that on there. I got like, I got in so much trouble because I was in social studies, social studies. Okay. That it is called social studies, social. Okay. What does social mean? It means talk. It means socialize. Right. And so I sat there and I got, I got detention because my teacher was like, Linnea, you're too much socializing. And I looked at him and I was like, well, isn't this social studies? It's just like, it's like, no. So anyway, so that's just my little, my little thing. But yeah, all these things that you learn as a kid growing up, you know, like it sticks with you. So like, I really feel like understanding how to ask questions and ask the right questions and find the clues for the questions to ask is like, that's the trick. Not just like asking questions, but finding the clues for the questions to ask. And that comes with active listening. And you're going to learn that in secrets of question-based selling as well. Okay. All right, let's get on to number whatever this one is. I can't count right now. 12 Pillars by Jim Rohn. Good old classic. How many of you have read this one? If you haven't, you need to read it. You need to read it. Everyone loves, everyone knows who Jim Rohn is, right? We don't have to talk about who Jim Rohn is, right? Like only only the uh, the master of success, right? Everything Jim Rohn writes is amazing. But this one is just, it's again, it's a short novel. <laughs> oh my gosh. Every single thing on here is like a parable. I just noticed that. Like, except for these two. These ones are not. These are more like how-to books, but like these are all parables. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I like parables. Um, anyway, but it is, it is really just a really good book to like talk you through the 12 pillars of success you know, time management, um, putting, surrounding yourself with the right people, fulfilling your purpose, like in time management, not just in the matter of like managing your calendar and, and finishing your to-do list, but like, what are you doing every day to fulfill your purpose in life? If you're wasting time doing things that don't fulfill your purpose in life, why are you doing them? Because tomorrow you have one day less, one day less to live, right? So like, if you're not fulfilling your purpose today, if everything you're doing today is not fulfilling that purpose, what are you doing? And that's really what 12 Pillars is about. And that's really part of part of Jim Rohn's like secrets to success. And he talks in there a lot about why it's important to take care of yourself physically, mentally, emotionally, mind, body, and soul. Because the reality is without taking care of yourself on a regular basis, you can't serve anyone else. So 12 Pillars is a really good book. It's a, you know, if you need a, if you need to just like sit back and be like, okay, let me just get in, inspired and motivated again and just read what Jim Rohn says. I'm like, okay, Jim Rohn, you teach me everything you know, right? And then he's the one, he's the one who said, um, he's the one who said a formal education will make you a lot, but a, a, a self-education will make you a billionaire, right? He's the one who basically is talking about how learning, being a lifelong learner, which is also one of the 12 pillars, by the way. Being a lifelong learner is what's going to make you a fortune in this life. So, okay, let's move on. We have got uh, Green Lights by Matthew McConaughey. Who has listened to this book? I, I listened to this on Audible. Uh, I just purchased it, so I want to read it in person. But I really like Matthew McConaughey's voice. That's why I listened to it. How many of you have read this book? Oh, my gosh. I need you guys to pick up this book and read it right now. Go order it on Audible and listen to it because it's told in Matthew McConaughey's voice. You can totally like hear him. You get to know him. He talks about... So how many of you know Matthew McConaughey's story? Okay, I'm going to give you a little synopsis to the book right now. So this guy was so typecast back in the, back in the uh, what is it, 70s, 80s, 90s, right? He was, he, he was in Dazed and Confused. He was in all the rom-coms. Like he was so typecast, right? He did all like the, the pretty boy, the pretty boy roles, 
right? All of them. How many of you have seen those movies? The Matthew McConaughey movies from like the 80s and 90s, right? How many of you looked at Matthew McConaughey now? And you're like, look at what he did. Like he went from pretty boy typecast to being one of the best actors that I have ever experienced in Hollywood. I love his movies. Every role that he does, evil, good, right? I love the roles that he does. But his breakthrough role was when he did, oh my gosh, what's the name of the movie? The one where he had AIDS. Uh, I can't think of the name of the movie. Uh, uh, Dallas Cowboy or uh, that one. But he basically talked about how he wanted that role so bad. He wanted that role. He was told no over and over and over and over again. He said, fine, I don't get that role. I don't, I'm not, I'm never acting again. He was willing to give up something that he loved so much because he knew that he could be better. So he eliminated everything. He just said, no, 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 no. Till he got a role that he wanted. And then he finally made them give him the, the role that he really wanted. The one that actually completely turned his career from one sort of typecast where he was getting put into a box, right? So he talks about being put into a box and then growing into your own person. And that's why I think the story is so, so valuable. Um, Joy says, all my friends love green lights, but I have, re you should read it, Joy. You are not going to be disappointed. It is so good. Such a good book. And when you listen to his voice, tell it, you hear his emotion behind it. You hear like him telling his story and it's like, okay, all right, Matthew McConaughey, I'm a fan. And he does so much good for the world. He's, I mean, he like, you know, he uses his money for so much good. So he's really, a, he's really an example of like using what he, his talent and his skill set, his purpose in life is to entertain people, right? But using that talent to bring good into the world. So if you know more about him, like he's, he's a very inspiring person. So I would highly recommend that book. And that is why it's in my top 10. Okay, and last but not least, Dallas Buyers Club. Thank you, Jackie. I was like, Dallas something or other. Uh, master your focus. Every single one of you needs more focus. I guarantee you. I already know because I talk to a lot of you on a regular basis. Every single one of us needs more focus. I need more focus, right? We are, we are, our focus is pulled every which way, every which way. I mean, thank, you know, I'm not going to say thank you, but, you know, TikTok has ruined it. TikTok has ruined focus for every single human being. Okay. So the um, the last one, Master Your Focus, is such a strong, strong, strong book on how to actually like narrow down what you really need to do and get it done. How many of you could use recommendation like or use a book like that? Yeah, Carrie. Yeah, see? Like master your focus. Like it's really, really such a good book. And I think like you're not going to be disappointed if you read it. Okay, so I'm going to share this link to um, it is by uh, Thibault, Thibault Maurice. Thibault Maurice. Okay, let me share this link with you guys real quick here. So this is my um, link. So if you go on here, you should be able to get my book recommendation list. And if you want to order it on Amazon, I would love that. You use my link there. Um, also on there, you'll see, uh, I actually have a, like my, my top, my top 100 books are on there. So, okay. How many of you had, um, have recommendations you want to add to this list or have thoughts on any of this input you want to put on any of these books? Delia. So I'm, um, doing a book uh, listening to rehumanizing your business. Okay. Phenomenal. 
I would definitely listen to that. Rehumanizing your business. Yep. What's it about? Let me. So it's about putting your personal touch back into your business. It's all about implementing personalized videos and not just mass texting or mass emailing your per- the videos to everybody. You put a personal touch to it and how that is actually helping your business and people are engaging with you a lot more. I'll tell you who it's by. Oh, there you go. I see it. Okay. Thank you. Did you find it? Yeah. Found it. So good. Okay. So good. Love it. And I think it's really in tune with like the word, the way of way of what, what I do with my business, lots of video. So love that. Thank you. Uh, Julie. I will definitely add um, exactly what to say. Exactly what to say. Yeah, I've heard that's really good. I have I'm not actually on my list, but I have not read um, that. I think you, if you like audiobooks, you will like that audio books and the two things, exactly what to say for a regular, like any business person or exactly what to say for real estate agents. Love it. Thank you. Yeah, Phil Jones, um, he's on Audible. It should be, if you have a credit, it's free. So. Yeah, I've I've listened to a couple of like his, like, like uh inspiration or yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah i've listened to a couple of his things so yeah. um Vilia says never split the difference by chris voss that's a pr- classic and, negotiation one and gap and game mm-hmm. i forgot yeah, the gap and game is yeah. real good you guys also uh the genius zone i don't know why i didn't add that on my my list but i'll tell you what the genius zone by gay hendrix who also wrote the gap and the game um uh that is uh, that book is all about operating in your zone of genius. How many of you know what your zone of genius is? Yeah, if you don't, that's why you need to listen to the genius zone. <laughs> my zone of genius is this right here. This is my zone of genius, right? So if I'm not doing this all day, every day, I'm like, okay, it's really hard for me to focus, right? It's really hard. This is my zone of genius. This is what I love to do right here. That's it. That's all. That's all I want to do all day, every day. Just stand here and like teach people. That's all. I love it. <laughs> so <laughs> that's all I want to do. I don't want to do anything. Don't want to close. Ha- don't want to close deals. Just want to do this. Right. <laughs> but um, uh, the genius zone is also another really good book. So thank you, Julie, for reminding me of that. Alex. scrolling back to find. Sorry, my, my phone, my phone froze. I'm talking to you from um, real world. Um, I read eight of your 10 books, by the way. <laughs> you what? So I'm looking forward to 12 pillars. I've read eight of your uh, 10 books. So I'm looking at uh, the pillars, uh, 12 pillars. That one's happening today. Um, I was going to say Gap in the Gain is like a must. I actually have like, um, I like require newer agents to read that. My my very first book that I, rec- I require agents to read was actually Fanatical Prospecting for the longest time. Um, but for a lot of newer agents, I really stress Miracle Morning for real estate agents yes. because I feel like that is the savers routine. If you do that for 30 days, it'll completely change the trajectory of your life. Um, the Alter Ego Effect is another really good one. Um, that is actually a great book for people who want to like take on um, some of the attributes and behaviors of some of like the top people in the world. It's not, it's, it's really what it is, is to kind of trick yourself into thinking that you're someone who does this all the time, whatever it is that you're uncomfortable doing. It's really great for people with confidence, um, the alter ego effect. Um, I always put purple cow in there because of our marketers. Um, I did the same with dot com secrets, which is by Russell Brunson. 
Uh, that's one of the best, you know, marketing books I'd seen out there. And then for negotiations, definitely Chris Voss is uh, never split the difference. But um, I think the best basics books for negotiation is actually getting to yes. Um, I honest, I probably have a list of like 40 books that I'd recommend people to. <laughs> We're like the same in that way. Uh, but I'm, it's all on my phone right now. And um, I'm talking to you from my phone, so I can't access them all. But those were just the ones that came to my mind in the last like two minutes that I would really push. So I'm excited for 12 Pillars and Genius Zone. Yes. Yes. Love it. Alex, can you add your books in chat? If someone else wrote them down, Alex is on his phone, so I don't think it's going to be really easy. If someone else wrote them down, um, you could do that. I could probably type a couple of them. Alter Ego Effect is the one that I took. That's probably what I'm going to add. Oh, and marketing books. Marketing books. Hold on. Hold on, you guys. I had my list here of all the books I've read this this year because I'm like, man, did I read that this year? Uh, marketing books. Um, uh, uh, Brendan Bouchard, he wrote, what is the book that he wrote? Hook, uh, Brendan Kale, sorry. Hook Point by Brendan Kale. Such a good book. So if you are looking for a good marketing book, um, then I would read, I would recommend that. Miracle Morning for Real Estate Agents, Jackie. Miracle Morning for Real Estate Agents. Yes, very good book. That is the book that really, really altered my, my morning. And this is actually before I was a real estate agent. I read it <laughs> before I got my license. Uh but yeah, so it's it's definitely the it's the routine that I have stuck with for the last six and six and a half seven years in the morning. So such a good book. I totally agree with that. Um, okay, and then someone else put in here Atomic Habits, also a great book. Any book about habits, you guys? Atomic Habits is really good. It talks about habit stacking, like I talked about last week. <laughs> so uh, it talks about those little tiny habits that you do every day that make a big, big, big impact in your life. Very Atomic Habits. So. Okay. Well, I love this. Thanks for sharing. I had a few people this morning uh, on my accountability call ask if I asked about some fiction. I do read a lot of fiction. I'm just going to put a, put, a, put a little plug for fiction because I have heard a lot of people say that uh, they don't read fiction. Okay. I'm going to encourage you right now to open up a novel and read some fiction. And I'm going to tell you why. Um, how many of you talk to people all day, every day? You're busy thinking about your business. You're creating content, you're writing plans, you're doing SEO, you're setting up a website, you're doing so much like technical things all day, every day, if you're not talking to people, right? We're busy. And at the end of the day, the last thing you want to do is read a how-to book because, okay, you've done so much already. This is why I love fiction because at the end of the day, I get to sit down and my brain gets to completely escape. Reading fiction has dramatically improved my creativity, dramatically. About a year and a half ago, someone mentioned, God, you're so creative. And I was like, I'm not creative. I never used to think of myself as a creative person. Other people have thought of me as a creative person. I have never thought of myself as a creative person. I will tell you, fiction has completely changed my mind. When I can sit there and I can read somebody tell the story Right. And I can feel like I'm part of that book. Do you know how much that's done for me in my content? My content has gotten better. My storytelling has gotten better. Right. So if you do not read fiction, I would highly encourage you to find an author and read a book. Like take, turn off the TV, turn off the audible, like read a fiction, read a novel. Because I'll tell you what. I have some authors that I love, and there are some really good books out there. There's some really good fiction books out there that I've learned a ton from about things that are really relevant in our society today, about history, 
Okay. There's a book called The Hotel on the Corner of Bitter and Sweet. Okay. It is based in Seattle. It is a story of uh, set in Seattle right after Japan bombed Pearl Harbor. And it's a story of a young Chinese boy and a young Japanese girl who fell in love and they got separated. So you get to hear the story of what it was like to go through those times. Okay. And it's a history book. You're learning a ton. Right. And so guess what? After that book, guess what I did? Because I do have I come from a Chinese heritage. Right. So after that book, guess what I did? I was like, OK, mom, I have a lot of questions. Right. So it helped, it helped me to have more questions. OK, I want to learn more. I want to learn more about my culture, learn, learn more about my history. So pick up a fiction book and read it. So I've heard I've actually seen people say, oh, I don't read fiction because I don't learn anything. Because it's like this status symbol, like you can only be reading nonfiction or else you're wasting your time. BS. OK, I'm just going to put that out there. Read some fiction. It is called The Hotel on the Corner of Bitter and Sweet. So that's a really, really good book. If you want a good like historical fiction, really easy to read and you're going to learn a ton from it. So that's my plug for fiction. I have a ton of those recommendations. So if you do want to maybe get started on reading fiction, if you haven't in a while, you just kind of want to like get re-excited about it. Um, let me know. Reach out to me. I have a ton of books that I can recommend there as well. I like a lot of fluff. I like historical fiction. I like pretty much any book that's going to, I'm going to learn something. I will learn something from every book I read. So um, there you go. That's my plug for fiction. And I'm done with that. So, okay, you guys, thank you all for being here. Thank you for your input. I hope this helped. Um, I hope some of you have some good reading and I'd love to hear about, I'd love to hear about your, uh, your book recommendations. If you have them, I wrote down like six of them. Uh, but if you have more, um, I'd love it. And Jackie, to answer your question, I've read 58 books this year. So, yeah, so I'm, I'm just, you know, now I'm like, okay, okay. Let's get through. I got to get my hundred, got to get my hundred. And then next year, I probably will not commit to a hundred. I'll tell you what, it's a lot. So, <laughs> all right, you guys, have a great, have a great week. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.